Praise God, I'm Bill McMurdo. This is Emrys Podcast. And I want to look today at Matthew chapter 6, a verse in here, um, which is part of the Lord's Prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer, the pattern prayer. Uh, he says, After this manner pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And it's this verse here, verse 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now that is our manifesto in many ways. It is, I was sharing this in uh, my lecture at Bible College just last night. This is, if you like, default setting. And I believe as believers we are called to enforce the default setting, which is the patterning of earth after heaven, where Jesus is Lord, where God is King, where the kingdom of God has absolute um, sway and there's no um, opposition to it. And so he's saying, thy kingdom come here to earth. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And of course, it's not God's will that there be sickness then. There's not, it's not God's will. I, I've been speaking in Bible college and I want to do a series of podcasts on heaven invading earth or heavenizing the earth. And I'll probably use my Bible college notes. I teach two modules on this, uh, although it's, it's very much the theme of, of what I teach anyway, but I, I teach two specific modules in Bible college on heaven invading earth. And I'll probably use the notes as we go through a series of podcasts on this, but it very much forms what I'm teaching and preaching anyway, because we need heaven to come down to earth in terms of cultural and societal transformation because, uh, and it's supernatural that heaven invades the earth. It's not just about principles of governance, principles of society and how to conduct things, it's not just principles as in concepts or ideas. There is a supernatural element to it. The glory has to invade. The glory has to come. There has to be an incoming of the presence of God, of the power of God, of the glory and the majesty of God. Uh, not just teaching good, good teachings or principles or morals, but we need God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no darkness. So a couple of things I've been teaching the last couple of weeks are from death to life and from darkness to light. And um, because Isaiah chapter 60 says, look, there's darkness on the earth. There's great darkness, gross darkness upon the people. So our task is to bring light. Our task is to arise with the glory of God on us. And I believe that this part of the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, is our means of bringing God's glory, God's kingdom, God's power, God's authority, the exousia of God, uh, the authority of God, and also even the dunamis, the power of God. Thine is the kingdom, it says, and the power and the glory uh, forever at the end of this pattern prayer. So what he's, what he's saying here is the, is the kingdom, authority, power, glory, all these things that are in the heavenly realm, that are in heaven, and, and are God's will in heaven, clearly. They have to come. God's will is untrammeled in heaven. 
Nobody opposes God in heaven. There's no opposition party. There's no elections. Jesus doesn't have to get elected every five years. He's not up for office every five years and you can vote. Folks, there is no vote. The only people elected are us. We are the elect. You know, that old Puritan truth that we are the elect of God. And so, friends, we need to start understanding that our job is to bring things that are above the speed of light in the glory dimension. You know, if you go faster than the speed of light, uh, you speed the molecular structure of things up, then they become invisible and they go out of time and into eternity. And so things that are over there in the glory realm, they are above light speed. So our job is to look at what's above light speed, and we see that in his word, and we see it by revelation, revelation of the Spirit. And I recently shared how uh, five things that I speak over uh, my friends and partners um, include the spirit of wisdom and the revelation knowledge. See, revelation knowledge is you seeing with the eyes of the inner man, the spirit, you seeing things in the glory. And you can do that by reading his word. You can do that by spending time in his presence. And you begin to see uh, what's over there that should be here. For example, peace joy, love, uh, all of these things that are the atmosphere and the culture of heaven, they have to come down to earth. They have to be uh, seeded, planted in the earth. They have to become the foundations of the earth. In Isaiah chapter uh, 51 and verse 16, if we just go there, we'll, we'll read what it says. And this is, this is a foundational verse for my own ministry. Uh, but it's also something that we need to understand how God responds to the darkness that's all around us. And, and in the context of it, uh, of the oppression that's happening, he responds by saying, I have put my words in your mouth. Um, so the word is so important. I have covered you with the shadow of my hand. Of course, the hand is a metaphor for his power or for the, the spirit of God, the, the Holy Ghost that I may plant the heavens, lay the foundations of the earth, and say to Zion, you are my people. So we seed earth with his words, okay? We plant foundations in the earth of heavenly origin. And when these things grow, then they become... They're patterned after what we see in heaven. And what do, how do you see it in heaven? By revelation, by revelation knowledge. So you need revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge is the game changer or the key to transforming society. Because Jesus said, I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, you don't have to know um, what exactly everything that's happening in heaven to speak them. But it helps, and, and that's what revelation knowledge is for, because God does not want us to be ignorant. He reveals his servants, uh, sorry, he reveals his secrets, that is, to his people, to his prophets, to his prophetic people who are engaged with him in transforming earth, transforming society, changing culture, and bringing down a kingdom of God culture, a kingdom of heaven culture into the earth. So thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, that is our raison d'etre. It's why we're here, to change things on earth, to be patterned after things in heaven, so that when we look around, we don't see darkness, we don't see depravity, we don't see corruption, we don't see decadence, we don't see death, we don't see disease. We see what is in heaven 
because we've we've seen it already and spoken it into the earth and laid a new foundation, planted seeds, heavenly seeds into the soil of the earth. And of course, we do that in men's hearts. We do that in our own heart. You know, your heart is desperately wicked, the Bible says, in its natural fallen state. But when you get born again, you get a new heart. But you still have to deal with the soul. Your spirit man is perfect. It's perfected in Christ. But your soul has to catch up. That's why the Bible says you need to renew your mind. You need to restore your soul. So we plant seeds to do that. And we plant seeds everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, the, the source soweth the word, the Bible says. And it's the word that comes up. So if you want to change society, human society, here on earth, change things on earth, you have to speak his will into the earth. And his will is his word. And his will is that which is revealed from his word. Uh, it's just amazing. And there's, there's so much glory in all this. And of course, it's the glory that has to invade. The Bible says that the earth is full of his glory. And I, I see that as latent or dormant glory in that God has already put his glory into the physical universe, but it's our job to draw out by our words. Your mouth is the game changer. What you say determines what is. So rather than say, oh, you know, it's not working, things are terrible, the devil's taking over everything. No, no, we declare Jesus is Lord. Uh, things are getting better and better. And now people say, oh, you can't say that because, you know, there's to be a great falling away. Well, there may be a great falling away, folks, but you don't have to participate. You don't have to join in. You know, I've, I've shared this before and I'll, I'll say it again. We read a lot about the mark of the beast. Oh, the mark of the beast is coming. You'll not be able to buy and sell. We'll have to rummage through bins and all this. Folks, that's for those who are under antichrist thrall. It ain't. And it ain't you and I, it ain't me. We live in an alternative. And as I've said probably in every message for quite a while now, quite a lot of them anyway, that the alternative economy is the true economy. It's God's economy. And it's Isaiah chapter 60 tells all about it. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. The abundance of the world economy will be turned to you. I, I, I refer to that a lot because that's where we need to live. Folks, you need to live. In Isaiah chapter 60, there's a wonderful, and I'll just share it with you, there's a wonderful video on YouTube of Isaiah chapter 60, New King James Version, but you can listen to, you know, King James, other versions. I like listening to New King James because it's great music, it's that uh, version that has the kind of background music, and I listen to that, I put it on loop, I listen to it over and over, I live there. I live in Isaiah chapter 60. Sometimes it, I, I've actually got to pull myself out of it because it encapsulates everything God wants us to walk in at this time. So, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, when you look at that and you've been really honest, it's not even so much a petition as it is a declaration, a decree. You're not asking God for these things to be so... You're, you're, you're commanding that these things be so because you're seated with Christ in heavenly places and you're you're not praying it from earth to heaven. You're praying it from heaven to earth. You're saying it, if you like. You're speaking and declaring it from heaven. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places, in Christ in heavenly places. You're releasing 
God's will, God's kingdom, God's glory, God's power. You're releasing it from heavenly realms into the earth. I love it. Um, so it's so important for us to grasp this. That this is earth's default setting. You know, when God made Adam and Eve, put them in the garden, the Garden of Eden was to be the default setting. It was, you know, uh, a place of, of beauty, a place of peace, a place of glory. And, of course, people say that Adam and Eve are clothed with the glory of God. So that was the default setting. And, of course, see, sin is not the default. Because of Adam's fall, sin, darkness, death, despair, disease, dread, all these things came upon the human race and became the default. But Jesus came and reset the default. We, we A lot of talk just now about the Great Reset. God has a Great Reset plan, and it, it's in Calvary, and in the resurrection, and in the ascension, and in the glorification of Jesus. The reset is here. You and I just need to reset the earth back to what it should be all along, which is patterned after heaven, just like Eden was. So, be about the task. You know, one of the, 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 the frustrating things, if I'm being honest at times, that I've found is when you share these things with some folks, they, they get a little bit, you know, resistant. You feel a bit of pushback because a lot of people just want to live in, in a, a level of Christianity that is just all about getting born again, getting other people born again, and we're all going to heaven to be with Jesus uh, we're all going to be bailed out. Jesus is coming with the heavenly cavalry. All of that stuff. But folks, no, we have a far greater responsibility and commission and mandate, which is to reset the earth back to the standard that God requires, which is his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as long as we're here, as long as you're walking, breathing on this earth, that's your task. You're commissioned, you're commissioned to preach the gospel. You're commissioned to take this message. You're commissioned to pray this um, and pray it constantly and walk it out constantly. Live it, in other words. Walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And pray this prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's not just, oh, Jesus, come back soon. We love it, we want it, you know. Uh, but right now... The earth is, or the world is going to hell in a handbasket. That's not what Jesus taught us to say or to pray. So, folks, let's get into this. Let's get into decreeing and declaring that God's kingdom come, his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let's have revelation knowledge concerning these things so that we can speak with far more clarity and speak specifically and plant foundations, lay seeds, whatever metaphor works for you, that will change the society. And of course, in my Heaven Invading Earth uh, class, I teach, I, I refer to the seven mountains of culture, invading them, penetrating them, changing them, uh, taking over them. It, it's all these metaphors that we use to describe the same thing, which is heavenizing the earth bringing heaven down to earth by bringing not just um, ideas, moral principles, but bringing the glory, bringing the power of God, um, seeing, of course, angelic back up to what we're saying and decreeing and declaring. So important. 
We're not bossing angels about. We just simply speak the will of God and any angels will attend to that. Angels will uh, act on our words as we speak. God's will be done in this situation. God's will be done in that situation. So folks, there it is. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So important, heaven invading earth, heavenizing the earth, colonizing the earth for the kingdom. That's our task, that's our role, that's that's what we're supposed to be about. And if you're, you're not here for that, let me ask you, what are you here for? You know, are you just making up the numbers, filling up you? Then get out of that mindset, that mentality, which is a lazy mentality. Jesus said, you know, that people are, are worthless uh, uh, slothful servants. I buried your talent, Lord. I just, you know, uh, I thought that was for other men, called to the full time, all that junk. Folks, it's on you, it's on me. We're joint heirs. We're heirs of God. We're joint heirs with Christ and we're co-laborers with him and co-regents with him. He's not going to do it without you. Um, and so we need to get involved in the program. So the Lord bless. Till next time, I hope this has blessed you today. Amen.